0: And welcome to Monday's Hometown Headlines newscast. John Miller with you from HometownHeadlines.com. Thanking you for joining us today. It's already a busy Monday. Let's get to it. Business news today. Swift & Finch has updated and expands their shop. They even has that customized French van on the ground again after some repairs being made and could be branching into the wholesale business. That update this morning from our Natalie Sims. Residents in the Between the Rivers neighborhood report the return of wild dogs overnight. One couple couple witnessed two dogs mauling a cat this morning around 3 a.m. We'll have more updates for you later on today on this story. Also, a dense fog advisory in effect now until 10 this morning. Foggy across northwest Georgia. Please use extra caution to maybe leave a few minutes early for work or for school today. Also, at least 13 people have been hospitalized statewide so far in this 2019-2020 flu season. That is underway. We'll tell you what to know and where to get that flu shot. They recommend getting it now in October before waiting for the holidays. Political notes today, there's a new leader of the League of Women Voters of Rome and Floyd County. Also, the Floyd County GOP meets Thursday night. They're going to hear from Devin Smith about the homelessness situation in our community. Also, advanced voting resumes today at 8 o'clock at the Health Department. We'll have more on this, by the way, in today's rant just in a few minutes. The Weather Mechanical Weather Center forecast, aside from the foggy advisory, we have 1.23 inches of rain possible later this evening and into Tuesday morning. After that, cooler temperatures. Obituaries today, Mrs. Shirley Carroll and Mrs. Evelyn Rogers. The Greater Community Bank Crime Watch Report will have updates from Floyd, Bartow, and Polk Counties this morning on the Crime Watch section. Now let's go over to a very busy Truett's Chick-fil-A sports update. We have John McClellan's high school picks for this coming Friday night. The top game, according to John, will be Bowden at Darlington. No change in the high school rankings. Rockmart is number one in two A. Cartersville is number two, I believe, in four A. Darlington is number four in A private, and Rome number six in five A. College football returns this coming Saturday. Barry hosts Rhodes at 2 p.m. at Valhalla. Shorter is at Mississippi College at 4 p.m. Both Georgia and Georgia Tech are going to be off this coming Saturday. The Falcons, they might as well have been off. They have now dropped to 1-6 and on the season. Lost yesterday to the Rams. Next up, Seattle at home, 1 p.m. on Sunday. Our rant of the day, let's go ahead and call this one the Fighting Rome 178. Here's how it starts. Friday evening, just before 5.30 p.m., we talked to Elections Chief Robert Brady about that day's advanced voter turnout. All 200, check that, all 28 of them. For the week, that meant 178 people had gone to the health department to pick up and pick six city commissioners, possibly, and decide whether or not to sell Bloody Marys 90 minutes earlier on Sundays. Rather than chastise those who did not vote, and we still have 13 more chances to vote in this election cycle, by the way, we instead want to praise the Fighting 178. Heck, we've had three or four small parades in downtown Rome in recent weeks for dogs and wagon trains, so why not stage another one? These 178 have done what the other 99 point whatever percent of Rome registered voters have not done. They've made some clear decisions on who to support in this year's city elections set for November 5th. They've likewise let their thoughts be known about voting. These 178 have found their way to the Floyd County Health Department on East 12th Street just to cast a ballot. We hope they stuck around to be stuck with a flu vaccination while on site. The flu season is here, so why not combo the trip into doing two such things? Maybe they can fight some of the ills of city government while voting and getting that flu shot. But back to the 178. These 178 voters have seen the three more familiar voting centers for advanced voting bypass this time. This new location at the health department was a consensus from city and county government during a committee meeting. Our thought is this. Why are elected officials even involved in such a decision? That's a conflict of interest to us. Let the elections board decide where to vote. These 178 have seen their Saturday and Sunday voting opportunities canned because of inaction by the city. And then they've seen plans restored to vote on October 26, 27 at the Civic Center. Kind of confusing. They've likewise watched a ballot of five incumbents and six challengers shrink by two candidates even after the two had qualified. No complaint about that. They did not meet the standards. Still, it's a bit confusing. It's almost like something is trying to make this city, comm- city commission election as hard as possible to understand or follow or take in or take part in. Turnout was part of the conversation with the candidates at Thursday's latest forum. Based on a Rome, Tribune, Rome News Tribune story, Commissioner and candidate Craig McDaniel said, quote, this will be a low turnout election. People don't have an understanding of what we do, and they do not want to go and vote. I hope I'm wrong and that we have a really good turnout this election. End quote. Fellow candidate J.J. Walker Seifert was aghast when she heard that and disagreed and said her daughter can't wait to vote on her own. She's come with mom to vote over a dozen times, and will so again. Our guess is maybe people just don't vote in the third world, right? Apparently, these 178 do understand what the commission does and either agree with it or want it changed. And now, if the other 99-point-whatever percent of registered city voters don't understand what the commission does, then whose fault is that? Do we blame them for being apathetic about local government? Or maybe those in office should do more to open government up to those feeling disenfranchised. Webcast that caucus session, for example, as well as other city commission meetings. After all, the caucus is where all the decisions are really made. The commission meeting itself is basically a city infomercial. Also, maybe sitting the city commi- the commissioners can make better decisions than they've made in the past 18 to 24 months. That might be a place to start as well. And maybe those running for office, especially incumbents, but yes, the challengers too, should look in the mirror and see exactly what sort of person is being presented for election in 2019. So again, we praise the Fighting 178 of Rome, Georgia, who've seen their way through all the mismatch presented and fought their way to the obscure voting location on a busy weekday. Every barrier placed before the 178 has not worked. Here's hoping the other 99 point whatever percent takes a look at these other voters, see what they have done, and maybe make a trip to the polls themselves. You've got 12 days of advanced voting, as well as Election Day itself on November 5th. Show them that you have an understanding of what good government is supposed to be about. And in turn, demand we see it here in Rome, Georgia. This is John Ruckermeller with Hometown Headlines, thanking you for joining us today. Continuing news updates all day on hometownheadlines.com. We'll keep an eye on that rain for you as well. We open and close, as always, with the wonderful stylings of the maestro himself, Harry Musselwhite, with his rendition of Funky Druck. Have a great day in northwest Georgia.